jazz age living. Old fashioned sipping, pizzazz ain't missing. Got the fat cats kissing the top. Bring the old age back. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sunday Punch Podcast. Episode 15. Episode 15. We're getting big. We're getting high in double digits now. I want to, first of all, just want to make sure everyone's familiar with, you know, our usual hosts, uh, myself, Sean. Adam today has been. Well, completely replaced isn't the right word. It's more like morphed as as a chameleon would change its skin on the branch of a palmetto. Um, It's not a guest, but I want to introduce an alter ego we have today. Formerly known as Litecoin Bra. Yeah. Now I'm known as GameStop Bra. This is GameStop Bra. No one can touch me anymore. No one. I have invested... $300 in GameStop, which now, as you know, I am $4 million richer. Yeah, you're flush. Keep up with the news, (laughs) motherfucker. Lucky to have him. Um, He was, well, you you had to put off a couple other appointments to actually be here today, one of which was, you know. stuff holding the line. Holding what line? (laughs) I'm not selling. (laughs) I'm not letting these hedge fund managers get to me, dude. So I, I was worried. Let's never introduce our guest. <laughs> the witness protection program actually demands that we can't disclose anything more about GameStop, bro. Um, the SEC and we have been in touch, and we're just lucky to have you here today. Hate the SEC, the one you're referring to. <laughs> Love the SEC, college football-wise. <laughs> the sports conference. Yeah, yes. Um And to, to GameStop, bro's left... Why don't you do us the honors, m'lady? <laughs> Introduce yourself for us. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm- I, I've, I've referred to her on previous episodes as JoJo. You may have heard. Ever heard. Um, ever heard of her. Um, I have. Um, Actually, Adam did, not you. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, who is that guy? I listen to every Sunday Punch podcast episode. GameStop bra. <laughs> GameStop bra can't be touched, but I do listen to every Sunday Punch podcast episode. Uh, Adam has referred to um, Joe as JoJo in the past. She's got she's given the Sunday Punch podcast some good tips. Absolutely. And uh, she she has flown in. You know, it's a great time to fly into Chicago, especially from Brazil. <laughs> Great time. <laughs> so the weather to... looks so nice. Yeah, as we look out of our studio window here, we have sideways snow coming in. Kind of like Brazil. <laughs> she does like it. <laughs> she could, she, you know, she got right back from Brazil and she came straight to Chicago. She couldn't resist this type of weather, dude. Well, we, we tried to make it feel as much at home for her as we could. <laughs> <laughs> We'll explain that later. Uh, for those um, of you watching the video and not listening to the uh, just the audio, this is what you're missing out, the backgrounds that we display here and the outfits, quite frankly. Fantastic. <laughs> you should check out the video, GameStop Bra Full Force. Come at me. Um, but I do want to give a little background on uh, JoJo. And uh, so I met JoJo. Well, actually, Adam, Adam, met, Adam met JoJo <laughs> at, in Tampa. And uh, I heard it's all it's trending on Twitter, but I heard on, you know, actually, I heard it through the uh, Reddit uh, Wall Street Bets forum that I'm a part of that uh, Adam was playing beer pong and uh, just was irresistible from that point on. (laughs) Jojo got there, saw him, knew she had to have him. Uh, I've talked with Adam on the past and uh, he says, yeah, that's pretty much how it played out. Exactly how the Reddit forums told you. Um, 
Jojo, do you have any uh, any any differing points on that? On that Actually, story? I do. What happened? Um, was he what not happened, playing beer pong? Well, ha- what happened was he was playing beer pong. Checks and out so far. By the <laughs> it's way, one for one, Joe. He was great. Two for two. Um, and at beer pong or? Oh, beer pong. Okay, just clarify. Oh uh, yeah, at beer pong, I was horrible, but I didn't see him and said, "Oh, I have to have him." I heard that he he thought of, he, when I got into the to the house, Not he looked now. at me and he was like, "That is the hottest chick I have <laughs> ever seen in my whole life." Give me that girl's number. <laughs> well, I knew I had to. Say, well, I knew actually Adam knew. <laughs> I was Adam say. knew. Adam knew. <laughs> God, this is going to be hard the entire episode. But if only we had good. Adam here. If only he was here, <laughs> but he's not. It's Litecoin slash game, GameStop, bro. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, playing beer pong. Um, I, I heard, actually, to her point that she was quite bad at beer pong. I was really yeah. bad, yeah. What is it with girls and why they can't learn a simple arc on a beer it's pong ball? It's not about learning. Because if I wanted to learn, I probably would be this really good about it. This is what everyone said. Like, if I wanted to learn, then I would know the but. violin and I would speak French. <laughs> I would. Really. <laughs> so as a Juilliard-trained <laughs> beer pong player, is, is it a wrist action issue? No, it's just like... Is I, it Newtonian I, mechanics? I can, What's the issue? I can only talk Show, for myself. expand on Newtonian. But like when I was playing beer pong against Adam... I was not really paying attention at beer pong. I was paying attention at my phone. So I was she's not in even... Instagram. Yeah, this is a good... This is a good segue, Joe. Good segue, Jojo. Um, so, so tell us how you fund your beer pong lessons. <laughs> well, well, actually, that was the second time that I ever played beer pong Whoa. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pretty bad. But then when Adam I Did make a cup. <laughs> That's what I heard. It's trending on Twitter. <laughs> True. But then um, after our first, you know, game, I actually went to Adam's team and then he taught me how to play a little bit better. Still didn't win anything, but I was a little bit better. Classic move. It's if Adam was here, I'd give him a high five. I mean, that's exactly what you do. Borrow this know? one for him. I'll tell him. <laughs> Pass that I'll along later. He sent it, but... Uh, <laughs> Great move. That way, you know, she's next to you, right? You can, like, get – it's kind of like the golf, you know? You stand behind. It's exactly you, like the golf. miniature golf. <laughs> and But you do it with the hand and the arc for beer pong. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it goes in because you're already near. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like she'd do it in the mirror. <laughs> I should do it in the mirror. Well, I mean, dude, what – it's it's the classic Mad Men uh, phrase, dude. What What do girls want? Any excuse to get closer. <laughs> that, that's how Twitter had. That's how Reddit had it. Right, Joe. Right. Joe, right. Is that is it, that true? Is that what women want? Um, any exclude any excuse to get closer. And keep in mind, this is GameStop Pro asking. <laughs> well, again, has millions of dollars. <laughs> uh, actually, women don't know what they want. We don't know what we want. I don't want to touch that one. Why? I think it's a good one to touch. <laughs> you know me. You know GameStop, bro. Take us away. We want, touching. <laughs> Take us away. Honestly, we want you to know what we want. Oh. Figure which that is, out. Which is they don't know. Which we don't know. Exactly. Yes. It's whatever that makes us happy. 
I wish I had Mel Gibson's power from What Women Want, where he could see what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. You, you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. You like um, that one? Pretty good. Do you wish you knew what I was thinking? Actually not. No. What about Adam? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I, I think I actually talked uh, about this same subject to Adam. Oh, okay. And he was like, uh, he was like, oh, what would be your superpower? And I and I said, um, reading people's thoughts. And you're like, he, actually, Adam, sorry. And Gator. Adam said, no, Gator. you would be disappointed. And I was like, true. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Wouldn't they just? Wouldn't women just be disappointed in what we were actually thinking? Well, I, I think I, we're like having deep thoughts when really I'm just like. What is what? How, why did the Eagles hire that guy? The, the best reflection of this I can think of is there's so many of those of those memes where it's he's probably thinking about other women, and it's the guy like, <laughs> I wonder if the Chiefs are going to cover the spread. <laughs> it's like totally, oh, completely. Conor McGregor just lands that left. <laughs> right? I think it'd just be constant letdown. Yeah, it's like never yeah. anything that's actually meaningful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, rarely, I'll say. Rarely. Yeah. So I would rather does not know <laughs> so I, I heard yeah so she was on her phone this is what i heard through the grapevine uh playing beer pong um probably looking at instagram uh, i did want to get into this because uh, i've heard that you know it, you know jojo has some good instagram following mm-hmm. a good base of uh, people that follow her um what's it at now Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand followers yes so you must have an idea of what they want well, she knows what creeps want for sure. A creeps. What percentage? <laughs> what percentage of the twenty thousand do you think? Well, so first when, of all, wait. Tell us how this works. What works? Start at first principles. Well, actually, no. Let's Instagram start. Let, no, let's start of where. When did you start your Instagram? And then when five did you? Years ago. And then when did you ago. see the the the? It was the gradually. Feet. So uh, five years ago, I I moved from Brazil to Michigan. Had absolutely nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, created my Instagram, and first of all, uh, my Instagram's name when I created it was out in the world because I wanted to do a travel Instagram. Oh, but then hard to do for Michigan. Hard, exactly. <laughs> when you don't travel, anymore. and that's why I changed the name to my. <laughs> then I quick quick pivot, rebranding, rebrand. Exactly. So, and then I start posting pictures of outfits and then telling people uh, how to wear things mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly I saw myself you know uh, getting more followers and people actually interacting with me sending me oh Joe I bought this skirt or I have the skirt for like on my closet but I could never wear how do I pair this with something mm-hmm. oh. and then I start giving giving them t- tips and then that's how we you know, um, so you think that that was what propelled you? Yeah. Okay. I like how girls think that. What do you mean? Oh, um, because it's like, oh, well, I've give, I'm giving tips, you know, and then it just started to build, blah blah blah, and you Organic know, it was growth. like an outfit here or there, blah blah, blah. and then like, meanwhile, it's like just like twenty thousand creeps that want to see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not 100% true. How many foot photos are on your Instagram? <laughs> well, none. none. But. Just imagine if you did. But, but I, do, I do get some DMs from weird people yeah. um, asking for um, foot pictures. 
Really? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> this is really. <laughs> Have you thought about it? Because how much? How much is no, the most? Never. How much is the most offered? No, they never offer money. They they just like that's where they're going wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, so I do, let's say I do a story that somehow shows my feet, Yeah. right? And then people send me DMs like, oh. Somehow. (laughs) And people uh, send me DMs like, oh my gosh, you have the most beautiful feet ever. Or you should show more your feet. What? And I'm like. (laughs) This happens? It starts again. And it, it doesn't stop there. I already... I already well, obviously. received, <laughs> you I already work received your way up. Um, nude pictures. <laughs> oh, you received, you received yeah. nude pictures yeah. of feet. No. No, no of, dude. Of come on. People. What's sexier? Regular socks or toe socks? We're trying to figure this out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like those shoes that just have the toes? And why yeah. so few toe socks are sold? What if not just socks for your toes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You should well, start a new Instagram, just JoJo's feet. I bet you would get forty thousand uh, followers in like four weeks. Yeah, JoJo's not traveling feet. What? JoJo's traveling feet. What if you started one that was all about your feet, but it, no one knew it was you? Still, I but would you know. Would know. <laughs> I would know. Damn it! So it starts with the skirts slash outfit advice. And <laughs> did it morph into like companies contacting you and saying we would like you to wear this and post photos of it so, and advertise your brand? No. So when I start, uh, I started gaining fo- gaining followers. I started basically all the shops that I would br- all the brands that I would buy clothes from. Mm-hmm. I actually got their um, mark their marketing email, whatever, and I sent them uh, emails. Um, so we could collaborate, and eventually I got collaborations from those brands. Are so, you able, are you able to disclose those brands? Yeah, I, I was Revolve, um, Lulu's, uh, Chicwish. Uh, was it Chicwish? No, you're thinking of Bisquick. No, 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 no. The pancake. Thinking of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> yeah, Put some sir. of those Whoa, brands. Whoa, that's been <laughs> I guess, banned. Oh, I guess sorry. the most famous is Revolve, and then uh, Lulu's. Mm-hmm. Revolve was. Better because I, I was a standard influencer for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will, the thing how it really works is at least with Revolve is they give you uh, every week they give you like a, a some some kind of um, let's say five hundred dollars to buy in clothes uh, of like their yeah. their shop. They then, give you money to then buy. Not from it's them not money. It's it's uh, credit. Yeah. But like credit. go shop at our store. Yeah, and go shop to our store. That's uh, interesting. Our I wonder why they do that. Do you think it's because then they get those numbers like for like when they have their like sales meeting? That's a great point. Like our influencer wore these, then we track what came out of those. So she bought this, she wore this, and then did they or did they not go up? Honestly, that's a great point. I think GameStop should do that. I think GameStop's already been doing it for years. <laughs> grow up. It's a great grow up. <laughs> I think with hold Revolve, the line. I'm sorry. I think with Revolve is basically they're so known uh, through you know all the girls uh, that I think the more influencers wearing their stuff, um, the the more like people know them. So because I'm I'm like I'm, I'm a small influencer, like I'm micro influencer. So I'm not that big. So um, I, I just think it's the more the better. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And it doesn't really stop there. Before the pandemic, 
they offer they I think they they had like a cruise that all their influencers would go uh, to the Bahamas mm. and with there was like a show like a Nick Minaj or something like that. But COVID <laughs> GameStop bro happened. Nicki that, Minaj. that was actually March last year was uh the week of my birthday, March 19th. Uh, just so you know. Follower, so wish, Adam. wish your happy yes. birthday, March 19th. Send Adam the email. Anyway, yeah. So. GameStop bro will be dead by that point. <laughs> Murdered by the Yeah, headphones. but unfortunately, COVID happened and it was canceled. But you were going to go on that cruise. Yes. Oh. With all the other influencers. Yes. So some pretty people on there. Yes. Okay. How do we get on that cruise? We gotta become a micro influencer. Uh, if you've seen her her uh, suitcase, we could probably fit in there and, and get on probably. that cruise. <laughs> I've seen the suitcases. But that would both not, of them. But, but that would not happen because where would I put my clothes? Oh, like, so you're on you a cruise. Clothes. You need, like, need three clothes. The keys. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's interesting. So, how does Sunday Punch pivot and do this? And how many hot chicks will it take? Well, I think Sunday Punch is already doing a pretty great job um, growing by itself. I don't think you need hot checks to. Plus, it's cheating. She's so nice. Yeah. But it's like you need. I just want. You know what it is? I've, I've talked to Adam about this. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you know, I just want like, you know, a few thousand in Chicago. A cult. Just what enough. I want. Yes. Honestly. I mean, he wants. <laughs> Who am I? What's happening? <laughs> I'm going to walk out into a snowstorm. <laughs> Go ahead. So honestly, you want, because the quality of your followers matter. Because. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a problem with buying followers? Yes. Have you done that? No. You sure? Yes. Okay. But there is a problem. That bright light. Lights are getting kind of bright in here, aren't they? <laughs> Stop Anyway, so <laughs> let me explain. It can't explain. be fake if they ask for feet pictures. Explain, explain the buying the followers thing. So um, if you want to grow as a, let's say, an influencer or a Sunday Punch of your podcast, the quality of your followers matter because you want people to engage with you. Fake followers will not do that. Fake mm -hmm. followers are not even real people. Yeah. So the only thing that's changing is the number. Now, uh, does the algorithm reward engagement over follower base yes. versus actually, showing actually, people? Like if you're going, you're scrolling through, right, and you're going through the hundreds and hundreds of hot chicks, and then you see the Sunday Punch crew, would it would it make more sense for that tile, right, to have more engagement? So that, or do they look at the Sunday Punch like Instagram handle and they're like, oh, you guys only have 800 followers. We're not going to show you. No, anymore. what happened with Instagram is basically, let's say I follow Sunday Punch and I like all your posts. Yeah. So your posts are going to show like show up on yours. Show on, yeah. yeah, exactly. And have you been Instagram. doing that? Yes. Maybe. Thank you, Joe. Maybe not. I don't know. Don't can't, can't remember. Can't give away your secrets. Well, a couple. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Yes. So, so Sunday Punch will show on mine. But mm -hmm. if I don't do that, even if I follow you, your posts are not going to show on my. Oh, interesting. On okay. my Instagram. GameStop product. So, so, so how do you how do you go about Instagram. how do you go about filtering the, as you kind of separate like the empty followers to the people who like really want to engage with you, or is it like you don't really know until they follow and then engage after the fact? Okay, so. Um, Basically, I'm learning so much. Instagram does a cleaning every year. 
A cleaning. Of, yes, of fake accounts. So every year, or I think it's maybe once or twice a year, they they just clean up all the accounts that they think are not real. Mm. They're fake accounts. What, so what goes into that? Just inactivity or inactivity posts if you you just have like one account without no post, no mm -hmm. picture, nothing, mm -hmm. yeah. not following anybody, okay, that's a fake account. They take it off. Yeah. So um even that's one of the problems of buying followers too. It's like you're gonna spend your money buy followers and They're then get maybe in, in a year it will get deleted. They're purged. So yeah. Lost Interesting. Money. Spend Interesting. money for nothing. Yeah. So do you need to collab or do you need to just advertise or both? I think you and just need to, important? honestly, I think advertise on Instagram is something that really, really works. Uh, worked for me. I used to do some little one minute videos of how to style a skirt, let's say. And those little videos I would advertise for like $5 a day, let's say, for during one day. And during that one day, I would get like 300 followers. Wow. So if I did that every single day, mm -hmm. just... I would have a lot of followers. Well, we need to start making skirts. Yeah. <laughs> and how to wear them. <laughs> it's, it's not about that. It's just I sense a lot of brave heart. It's finding what people want. Moments coming forward. Or finding like. But what right. do women want? <laughs> do we circle back? Well, and then, I don't know. I don't well, know I, I think women. part of it is like figuring out like, like who do we want? So, okay. So a couple thousand followers in Chicago would be grand. We already have. That's our all boys, our family, yeah. you know, whoever following, yeah. friends. Um, do we want them to be predominantly sports followers, skirt followers? Do we want them to be kind of any followers, GameStop followers? GameStop followers. Get the reviews on Cyberpunk followers. Cyberpunk. Like, there's a lot of good stuff we cover here. Yeah. Or does I it guess matter? I have thought about, or, or I've talked to Adam. Curating this. And, uh, you know, just th thinking about, like, oh, are we too scattered? But I kind of like that. So I'd rather just do that and then, like, give in. GameStop Broad never gives in. He holds the line. <laughs> but give in to, you know, like, oh, let's make a tutorial video on, you know. What? What? <laughs> yeah, like, just to gain followers. Oh, this is how you set up a podcast. So take it from me. I, I made a podcast. It's like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just talk about nonsense all day. Is the podcast more for us or for them? Us. I think so too. For sure. For I think sure. so too. So yeah. therefore, let's just do us. Yeah. All right. Cool. And then if we become famous, then it's whatever. Speaking right? of, can, yes. I talk about, can I talk about my Buffalo Bills reaction? Now? Yes. Is that okay, yeah. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. That's can cool. we talk about sports? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sunday Punch Sports. With that preamble, yeah. um, we're gonna. Uh, dude, yes, dude. The Bills. What happened? Can I, Joe? So first yeah. of all, first of all, sure. I I want to call this season a success. I think oh, the season was lame. successful. We got to the dance God, of the final you, four teams. fan now? And I'm, oh, please. I'm convinced. Uh, oh, we got there. Isn't that good enough? No. Now, do Nothing's I? Nothing's good enough. Shoot it to the moon. Do I want the Super Bowl? I want the Super Bowl. Do I want to win the Super Bowl? Of course. Listen, we have friends who are followed by different teams. We got Pittsburgh Steelers friends. We got Browns fans. We got Ravens fans. I think with Adam, if he was here, he could confirm. That guy's all over the place. <laughs> I don't know what to do with Adam anymore. We're all Bears fans. And it's just nice to see, like, each of us kind of breaking through at different points, different mm -hmm. levels, because we have something to celebrate with everybody. Yeah. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, like, we're going to be able to sit down with Louise and Tom, big Packers fans. We're going to be able to sit down with Mike Parker and Maggie Parker and pff, good save. And 
huge Chiefs fans and watch the games with them. That's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. I wish it was my Bills, though. And I think the, the biggest thing here was the Chiefs are just really darn good. The Chiefs are really, really good. And the little, Chiefs are really good. You know, where, where, where the Bills find ways to win, the Chiefs just found ways to outmaneuver them every step of the way. So I think Josh Allen matured a ton in this year. I mean, all of his stats backed it up. The Bills' core defense and culture is amazing. That's going to fuel them, I think, well into next year. I think they're going to walk out of this year saying, we wanted more. Everybody wants a Super Bowl. Are we disappointed? Of course. But did we make huge gains this year? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm pleased. I wanted more, but I'm pleased. Did you see Stefan Diggs after the game too? Just staring at the, yeah. Yeah. So, so those moments I think are amazing for culture where like one of your leaders says, I'm not coming back. We're not going to celebrate our wins. I'm going to feel this pain. Yeah. Bottle it. And I'm going to use that every day of next year. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. That's leadership. So just to catch Jojo, she's a huge football fan, but just in case you didn't see, um, the bills lost to the chiefs. And uh, the wide receiver for the Bills then went out and uh, watched their celebration by the himself teams. to kind of like be like, all right, that's what I want. I'm going to feel the pain right now, and then I'll get back to work. I kind of loved it. Great. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite moments was there was a – there was Super Bowl? <laughs> there, there was an advertisement several years ago when, when Emmett Smith was on the Dallas Cowboys – and I think they'd gotten to like the, I guess it would, be, it would have been the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl, and they'd lost at some point. It was mm-hmm. several years ago when he was playing, and a commercial came out a few weeks later, and or no, like like two days later, and he was like on a bench press, and it was something like, Emmett, like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm all done resting. It's time for next season. And I yes. thought that was so cool. I thought that was so cool. So it's I think what it's all about. You and know? go forward. Too many of these players now are just like, oh, whatever. Like on the off season, right. whatever. I'm I'm rich. I I'm can do whatever. Money, that kind of thing. It's not it's not worth it, dude. But dude, Tom Brady, back in the Super Bowl. I, I so the b- b- Buffalo Bills fans are losing it because Brady has been in the way of everything for so long. It's almost better we don't play Brady in the Super Bowl because Bills fans would just be like hanging themselves. It'd be insane because because like, Brady's been in the way in the AFC forever. Uh, 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 Gets to the uh, uh, NFC, okay, he would have been see, there see. again like the kryptonite. I mean, when was Brady's first Super Bowl? Oh, dude, it was 20 years ago. What's going on back then? 20 years ago. Um, I'll tell you what was going on back then, dude. First of all, I can't see your computer screen, which has all these notes on it, but... (laughs) (laughs) How old was JoJo? Eight, weren't you? Yeah. 20 years ago, yeah. Actually, 20 years ago now. 20 years ago, I was 27. 20 years ago, you were 27? How no, old sorry. are you? Get out. <laughs> 20 years ago, I was seven. GameStop, bro, oh, does God. not date above Flowers 30. Away. <laughs> uh, actually, no. So 20 years ago, I was seven. Runaway followers. Runaway train, never come back. Actually, if it was 27, 20 years ago, no. Yeah, 20 oh, years don't, ago. Don't math. <laughs> don't get into math <laughs> right now. People would be like, what's your secret? Oh God, egotistical. <laughs> so wait, so wait. This was what year? What year was it? Two thousand. Uh, two thousand and one. one two. Two thousand one. Two season. So so here's some notes Adam sent me. Oh Ke- yeah, Kelly yeah. Clarkson wins American Idol. Brady's first Super Bowl. Kelly Clarkson wins American Idol. By the way, I was uh, talking with JoJo about this. Uh, well, Adam was. I've heard it on Twitter. Um, that uh. 
the song, you know what her first song was, right? That like blew up. Is that the, like the key your car song? Since you've been gone. That's it. That's it. Yeah, she had never heard that song. What? Yeah, she was only eight, dude. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Even <laughs> better. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. <laughs> did did seven-year-old JoJo see Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? Because that came out the same year. Um. The upside down kiss? Come on. Come on. I think so. Hot. Hot. <laughs> Except I wish it was a hotter Mary Jane. Not Kirsten Dunst, stop it. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Um, you know Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> you guys are close. <laughs> <laughs> I think she is gorgeous. Do you really? No, really. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Just in case she's watching. <laughs> here's here's kind of a curveball. You guys remember, I don't know if you remember this, but I definitely remember this, GameStop Bro. The the DC snipers. People in like yeah. trunks of cars, yeah, boring out little holes of like their civics and just shooting people. Yeah, did That's you terrifying. Was that what they were doing? I remember that happening at the time, but I didn't know they were doing it out of a car. They were like out of trunks, out of like oh, cars really? in buildings. It was Wasn't it a crazy. guy and his son? It was, it was like, I think it was a, a guy and his son or some kind of family relation. Father, of son? <sighs> Look sick. it up. Sick. God, what a, what a bonding experience. Right. <laughs> hey, dad, you never take me out killing anymore. <laughs> How do you pick your target? Oh, how do you, you know, you, you, I mean, you're pretty limited out of the trunk space, dude. <laughs> Snipers were John Allen Muhammad. I don't think there was any targets. It was like, hey, do you see anyone walking through your one area of lookout? It's true. You got no room. You just got to make a call. Uh, yeah. So John Allen Muhammad. Yeah. And his son, Lee Boyd Malvo. Were sniping people. I think it's his son. For how long? They did. A, Were they doing it during the Super Bowl? It was for a while. It was for like two, 2000, 2002. They were doing it from February 2002 to... Jeez, well, how, how many people did seven, they kill? 10, I believe. I don't even want to know. 17 deaths. Hey, oh. since we're going down a dark spiral, you know that the Super Bowl is one of the uh, biggest sex trafficking events in uh, all time or, or every year. <laughs> of no. all time. Well, of all time, if you add them all well, up, is it really? Yeah, every year the Super Bowl is one of the biggest sex trafficking. But events. how did they? Because there's so much crowd. Well, not this year. No one talks about the positives of coronavirus. Hello, <laughs> less sex trafficking. Wait, so they just like exchange them in the crowd? Yeah, because there's so much, so many people that you can just like meet up and do stuff there. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. really? Would mm-hmm. you find this? You GameStop, bro. It's called Reddit, Reddit, son. It's where I learned about GameStop and the AMC. Deep Reddit. Oh my god! I mean, what else we got here? Oh, Nelly dropped. It's getting hot in her. So, so take, take off, off all it. your clothes. I ain't getting too hot. That was the first uh, music video that I got a, for those of you uh, excited watching. For those of you not watching the video, that was Jojo? N- not Joe singing the female part. That was GameStop, bro. <laughs> yeah. Remember that video? No. Do you like that song? I do. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a really good song. Do you remember that video? It's hot. It's hot. I remember watching it with my buddy, which is kind of weird, but... <laughs> yes. But I remember us looking at each other and be like, yo, you swallowing up? Yeah, I'm swallowing up. Nice. Let's high five. <laughs> We're, yeah. Here's one JoJo might appreciate. South Korea hosts the World Cup. As a Brazilian, you were definitely watching that. At seven years old? I, I, well, no. okay. What? 
No. Who won that World Cup? Because it was Brazil. That'd be even better. I think it was Brazil. It was Brazil? I don't know. Just saying. Do you don't remember when Brazil won the World Cup? No. What is wrong with you? I don't know. You don't remember being seven and, and being in the streets partying? No. I don't remember that. Definitely not. You weren't on your dad's shoulders, your mom's shoulders. Brazil! <laughs> 2002. I knew it. I knew what it. What do you mean? You didn't watch it. You I were absolutely. Maybe I watched it, but but I just can't remember because that was. But you like soccer. I do. Okay. But that was like a long time ago. It was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I didn't go out partying. I just. But I still remember stuff when I was seven. Yeah, I was, I was doing stuff. Yeah. I just have a bad memory. You got a you got a memory from seven? Several. Which one do you want to hear about? <sighs> The third. <laughs> the third. The third high. All right, so check it. Check it. I was investing in GameStop stock. It was around then. Here's a fun early one. Um, seven years old, you're in second grade, mm -hmm. learning long division. Only F I ever got in a test. Really? First shot at long division. Bombed it. Couldn't understand the bracket thing. Oh, the remainders so easy didn't get it <laughs> i was all like can we go back to newtonian mechanics <laughs> so why was that sticking in your brain your dad yell at you well, it was traumatizing it was traumatizing well did you have to get it signed well here's the issue so in america you have to get your bad grades signed by your yeah. parents they had to sign yeah, yeah in brazil too brazil too oh god i thought i'm teaching or something <laughs> never mind well you did about the national championship yeah. so so in classic you know seven to eight year old male maturity fashion when you don't achieve what you want you don't have good coping skills you act out mm -hmm. so i remember very closely after failing that test getting in trouble because i induced several boys at my lunch table that it'd be fun just to put ice in our pants what? so we just put ice in our pants and jumped around the cafeteria totally uncomfortable for about 30 minutes and i got yeah, no wonder it. that one sticks in got written up spent the whole next class crying and begging my teacher mrs golden to not call my parents fun fact every year since leaving high school when i've gone back for holiday christmas whatever to go to church Miss Golden's sitting right there. Really? We just never talk about it. You don't talk about it? Failing long division. Failing long division and putting ice in my pants as a way of acting out and getting attention. I would attention. go up to her immediately and be like, remember when I put ice in my pants? <laughs> That's what's different about GameStop, bro, and I. <laughs> it's where we just don't. Connect. In church. <laughs> in church. Well, get ready because it's happening again, Miss Golden. And then you just dump a bucket I'm of ice. I'm melting right now. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I remember. So that's that's my well, third memory. Well, you know, JoJo remembers nothing. So, but I'm gonna go through my memory. Did you like see aliens and like the Men in Black came and like blasted yeah. your memory? Yeah. Oh, you remember that part? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That's remember that what part. happened. So, uh, dude, when I was in first grade, which is basically the uh, time period we're talking about like, here, mm -hmm. six, seven. Yeah. I remember. Um, well, this is actually before this. And I've told you this. <laughs> well, Adam has. GameStop Bro knows nothing <laughs> other than holding the line. Um, but uh, I heard this from Adam, <laughs> that he had this memory. <laughs> um, dude, kindergarten, we used to ha uh, go out. This is me, my buddy, Zach. I don't remember his girl's name, but my girl's name was Aubrey. You're in first and second grade? No, ki no kindergarten. And um, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dog. 
Shit. And we used to go out, and this is... Um, Girls had cooties back then. <laughs> yo, yo, circle, circle, square, square. Now I got them everywhere, dog. But um, we would go out, and there is like a... a, a in the in the play area, there is like some sort of like house that was like a sand house, <laughs> a sand house. It was it was a construction of where little kids could go in and, and build sandcastles. Basically, this is this is what the playground was, dude. This was in Maryland. So what do you want from me? So we would go in there with our girls. <laughs> so ridiculous. And we would have another guy look out. Got to look out. Look out. <laughs> And um, we would go in there with them, and then we would just pet kiss these girls. What? For like 10 minutes. That explains so much. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone would be like, oh, oh, dude, Miss Carmen's coming. And then Miss Carmen would poke her head in, and we would have like the sand things. Like, we're like, you know, like, well, we're just dumb kids, right? We're obviously not kissing in here. And so she would look in and be like, you guys having fun? Be like, yeah, we're having fun, Miss Carmen. And uh, and see, yeah, we would do that for uh, we did that for like a full year. Would you guys like swap girls, guy no, and guy, no, girl just on me, girl? Me and Aubrey, dude. it's a safe and space. Aubrey. You can talk me about Aubrey. it. You can talk about it. I tried stuff, to look bro. her up on Facebook a couple of years ago. Couldn't find her. <laughs> Weirdly, couldn't find her with just her first name and where she was located twenty years ago. She might have been in the Super Bowl without a ticket. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either. But uh, well, that, that's what's weird, right? Because you have these like kindergarten and like yeah. first grade, second grade teachers, and like you know at St. Joseph Catholic School, you know maybe they're like woke, but like a lot of them, you're just like these kids are doing stuff, and I, I know I'm not catching all of it. Well, guys are always interested to me, and maybe this is just me because I have talked to a couple of people about this story, and they look at me like I have 14 heads. But sorry, email. Nice. It's Read mom. it out loud. Those it's mom. Are the rules. No, I'm kidding. Um, Has this woman just? In, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, guys always get interested in girls like way earlier, for sure, right? Guys interested in girls earlier. Yeah. When were JoJo? When were you first interested in a guy? Where you're like, oh damn, that that dude's got they got the it factor. Yeah. That's how girls think. I think like around 12, 13. 12, 13. Okay, so I was a little earlier. It's like early, early middle school. I'm sorry. Sorry, early junior high. Uh, I I guess so. I don't know how it works in US. How's it work in Brazil? We have kindergarten, and then we have kind of like grade junior. Yeah, first no first grade. We don't have like junior or yeah yeah we don't have that. For me, it was all through eighth grade, then high school. I was, you have I, junior high. I was K through eight. I talked to somebody yesterday yeah. who who did, did junior high. Specifically, I did K three at one location, then high school. Oh is yeah, in Brazil, just in Brazil, just like first, yeah, like first grade to eighth, eighth grade, and then you have high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, but we don't call it like junior high. What's or, twelve and thirteen? You're getting your like like PhD. I think fourteen, fifteen is freshman year. It is because you're getting your permit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's like seventh, eighth grade. I oh think my so. god. I blew you out of the yeah. water like light years. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like something like third grade. I feel like third. And I was a late like bloomer. A normal. And I was a late guy, bloomer. So I think right? like, like third grade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, guys wanted to definitely smooch you four years before you wanted to smooch a guy. Oh god. Which begs. Oh the, god. Which begs the question, like, like, how did they have the cooties? Yeah, we're the one. With we're the, the weirdos with yeah. the cooties. <laughs> Did you have you you went through that too? 
Is that like still happening? Like, how did that start? Like, oh, you got cooties. No. Like, how does that pass? All down? these kids been watching like TikTok videos since they were three. Now it, it's trouble. It, it, it's a mess. Yeah, they're watching JoJo. Like, oh, this is how you have a skirt. Oh, and now it's on me. And by the way, you're three, and I'm twenty-four. Here's syrup <laughs> on my feet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what these kids are doing these days. But yeah, so I mean, guys, definitely. So when was your dude? When was your first kiss? <laughs> Let's get deep down here. Sixth grade. Sixth. Kissed a seventh grader. Oh, oh, big dog. So remember her name. So remember her name. That's GameStop bra <laughs> mode, dude. What? Nice. What was her name? Her name was Jane. Um, it was. It was an upside down Spider Man. <laughs> I was repelling from the webs that just come out of my wrists. I've never been able to explain it, but I had a weird spider bite a while ago. <laughs> uh, no, it was, um, we were at South Fork High School where Matt Jones went. Okay. Um, band concert up in the back letting the other bands play because it was like a little competition thing. My buddy Jesse, God bless his heart, was like, dude, it's time. Because I've been talking about her for a while. Oh, okay. He was a taker. Yeah, and he he, he was like, it's time. (laughs) And so I look over and she was like, it's time. I was like, all right, (laughs) let's do this. So gave a little smooch back of South Fork High School band shell. Wow, back in the day. Dude, so how long it lasts? Your relationship, that is. I have no, I have no clue. After that, you don't remember. Like, I think what a happens? few months. I think a few months because I think we went to like a couple movies and stuff like that. Um, Fast and the Furious went to that movie together. Oh, nice. Yeah, saw too that. Fast. Too, too, well, too furious. Too fast. Yeah, oh, too, you never made it to too fast. Too never furious. did make it that far. So okay. A couple months. Okay, but that was it. So, so I was. I think it was either sixth grade or seventh grade. One yeah. of those. And she was like, your a mom seventh would grade like grader. drop you off at the theater. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was the move. That was the move. Speaking of, AMC stock is soaring <laughs> right now. No, we're not talking about that. Brown nose. Yeah, dude. no, that's, that's how it was. You go to the movies and you were like, we're meeting friends and she'd be there and it'd be fine. Speaking of, God, we're talking about no sports on this episode. <laughs> that's okay. It's getting personal. Okay? But I did want to, speaking of AMC stock, I want to get your thoughts on this whole thing, dude. Robin Hood, first of all. Your name's Robin Hood. You should steal from the rich and give to the poor, okay? Not the other way. But, yeah, what are your thoughts on them stopping the free market, dude? <sighs> so, Even though it's a bullshit stop, we all know it's all just a meme, right? But if someone... I was telling her this last night. Well, Adam was. I was in the closet. <laughs> Watching. Um, dude, if you want to buy... This wonderful GameStop remote control for Xbox, right, for $4 million, then that is what it is worth. It's not up to someone else to tell you, hey, man, no, 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 this is this is $59.99. No, yeah. I want to pay $4 million for it. Right. What do you think art is? Right. You know what art is? What someone's willing to pay for. Yeah, I'm going to spray something on a, on a canvas. I'm Jackson Pollock. <laughs> That's 40 – dude, those have gone for $10 million. So now is someone supposed to bust through the gallery door and say, no, that's not $10 million. Paint is – that. let me break it down for you. Paint is actually $3.50 per tube. He's used 10 tubes, so it's $35. That's what you pay for it, not $4 million. No, motherfucker. I pay what I want because I got $14 million from GameStop stock that I got to spend. So which anyway, what are your wh- thoughts? Which part of which part <laughs> do you want me to comment on? <laughs> I want you to comment on 
these motherfuckers saying you can't buy anymore. It's a free market. What are your thoughts, dude? Yeah, so so there, there's a, a really great conversation about this on the... So if, if anybody wants to hear a really great conversation about this, that is orders of magnitude above my level of understanding. Listen to the All In podcast. Listen to Chamath Palahapatiya talk about this. But briefly... Oh, dude, you just went on like a, twi- like a twist of like freestyle. What's his name? <laughs> Chamath Palahapatiya. Okay. Um, Jojo, you got that? So no. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll do a quick circle back. So Chamath Palahapatiya is a very, so he's a CEO of it's a, a fun name to say. It, it's a great name. So he's from Sri Lanka, immigrated to Canada, came to the United States, um, and made about a billion dollars as a, I'm going to misrepresent him here, but as an early individual in Facebook who basically designed their algorithms for like feeds and ads and that sort of thing left several years ago before kind of all this more crazy stuff came about and now manages his own investment fund uh, social capital so he has a great rant about this but essentially the the question comes down to you know what did robin hood know versus what did the people that give them lines of credit know so why is Robinhood free? So Robinhood is free because to you and I, because they don't make money off of us. They make money through what is called um, payment for order flow. So they're not actually fulfilling your transactions. They're giving the information about your transactions to groups like Citadel Capital Management and other groups like that so they can execute your trades for you. And then they essentially buy the share moments before the user buys and then sells to you at a slight premium and makes money there. So there's arbitrage between you, Robinhood, and Citadel and whatever brokerage fund they're using. So what basically happened is there was a run on GameStop, as you know, GameStop, mm-hmm. bro. And, and, but hold the line. And the question was, did Robinhood run out of liquidity? Were they unable to fulfill the money that they needed to execute the sales and trades and buys. Because at one point there were shorts greater than the value of GameStop. 120% of the value of the company were shorts. Mm. So they couldn't cover anything. Yeah. So they had to freeze the buys because a short squeeze was on. And if they didn't freeze- Can you explain a short squeeze for people that don't know? I'll do I my best. Jojo. I'll do my best. So, so shorting a company is the opposite of buying a company betting against it betting that it will lose right so i'm 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 a you're you're watching the tampa bay i'm a journeyman Chiefs game you're betting against tampa so so i'm i'm a journeyman in this field but essentially let's say let's say i buy a share of gamestop at $100 because i think that there's going to be capital appreciation of the value of that company and therefore the share that i own yeah however if i am dead wrong the amount that I lose is equal to the amount that I bought in for. So if I buy a share at $100 and this company goes bankrupt, I've lost $100. That's quantified. Yeah. When you short a stock, you buy shares at 100, well, excuse me, you borrow shares. So I would borrow shares from GameStop Bro. I've paid GameStop Bro nothing. I sell them immediately and I have cash. And all that I owe GameStop Bro are some number of shares that I bought from him in the future. Yes. My anticipation is that the share price will go down, let's say to $50. I will then buy those shares at 50, give GameStop bro his money back, and then, oh my goodness, I've made the difference. Good for me. 
And I was right that the, that the company went down. Jojo? However... Are you keeping up? Kind of. However, <laughs> the, the problem with this idea is, unlike if I buy a share at $100 and the company goes bankrupt and I lose that money, that's quantified. If I'm shorting a stock and I borrow shares, but I know I owe those back at some point in the future, and I'm wrong, and the company does well, and the stock goes up, the amount that I can lose is infinite. Because the share because price of a stock no is infinite. And yeah. Wow. So a short squeeze occurs when there's been some element of groups shorting a company mm -hmm. and then something goes wrong. And in this case, it was groups on Reddit led by a gentleman named, I believe it's Deep Fucking Value is his like profile name, who said, we're going to get together. We're going to screw these hedge funds who all they do is destroy capital. They're here to, you know, be apex predators and like kill companies and stocks. And we're going to buy big on GameStop because we see how levered they are yeah. in the negative. And we're going we're gonna to get back at Wall Street. It's like the new Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. So in so doing, these millions of people bought into GameStop, including GameStop, bro. And that share price Anyways. appreciated greatly. So the individuals who were shorting the stock had to say, well, we owe these shares back at some point. And if we don't start buying them now, the price is going to go higher. And therefore, we have to buy them back at a higher price later. And we're going to lose more money by waiting longer. But when you buy a stock, it looks like you want it. So then they start buying it. And what do we have now in the world today? We have all these algorithmic trading mm -hmm. systems where if a share is appreciating rapidly, all these big brokerage houses will say, well, shoot, trigger a buy. It's going up. So that started bidding up the share price higher and higher. Then people who were shorting the stock even further had to start buying. And then it went up and up and up and up and up. So Robinhood got caught in the middle as kind of this broker between all these things and said, we can't cover this spread. Because we're basically yeah. fulfilling shares on margin that we don't actually own. We're just passing through because we get paid on forward flow to make money. So they, they froze it. And the question, the problem was that the CEO of Robinhood went on TV and said there's not a liquidity problem. But he only allowed share, sell orders to keep coming through and not buy orders. And so the amount that was lost, because all you could do was a one-way move. You had to sell. So people were like, well, what does this mean? I'm going to sell. So tons of people could have gotten screwed and lost unquantifiable amounts of money. I think lawsuits are going to come. So a short squeeze is when the shorts are wrong. They've shorted. And then the people who have lengthened these shares say, you need to put up more collateral because we see you're losing money. And so what do they start doing? They start selling Facebook. They start selling Tesla. They start selling companies with real value to put more money in their bank account to please their creditors and show that they have the active collateral but it shoots the share price higher. They've lost their bet, but like, but excuse me, Litecoin bro, now GameStop bro makes a ton of money. Yeah. So that's my very naive understanding, but it's a really fascinating phenomenon. I here. thought it was very in depth and, and not naive not at all. Yeah, no, yeah. no. And that's Joe, break that down again. No. <laughs> Talk back, see one, do one, teach one. I kind of got lost in between, but that's fine. It's definitely confusing, but I think the main point is... You've made a lot of money. <laughs> I've made a lot of money, okay? And that's really all that matters. I guess what the what would the argument be for doing what Robinhood is doing, like, in the long term? Like, do any of these hedge fund managers uh, control, like, uh, pension funds, 401ks for people, where it's like they're betting all of this against something? Or is that no not nothing to do with that at all? So a hedge fund's a little different than... Hedge funds differ 
individually. They each have their own mandate, each have their own tools at their disposal, each have their own kind of MO on how they're gonna operate. But effectively, they were kind of born out of the 1950s um, and they came to like tons of popularity in like the 90s and 2000s. And the problem is like, what is, what is investment supposed to be? It's supposed to be taking excess money that we have, giving it to a company and saying like, hey, here's additional liquid capital as cash. We believe you have a real system of growth and profit and we want to grow this company in America or abroad and supply jobs, supply resources, supply a product. And like, that's a beautiful thing because we'll all grow together. Um, a lot of the policies of hedge funds are predator and prey. And they use, I mean, watch the show Billions, right? Like they use PR, they use bad news, they infiltrate web groups, they, they do um, malignant takeovers of companies to tank them and destroy them. They're, they're actually destructive of capital. So you take, you know, in an investment field, like an investment ecosystem, which is meant to grow capital, appreciate like a pension fund would, a mutual fund would, like my 401k would, like your IRA would, et cetera, and they, short and tank companies. Now you could argue they do some good things with like price discovery, but they're largely in the business of like making tons of money in the short term or taking from somebody. But we all invest as a way to like grow money and grow the market and grow capital and invest. And they're in the way of like taking from you on either end. So mm -hmm. they really don't contribute to growth and prosperity at all. They contribute to Destruct. taking the money in the system. Yeah. So it becomes a casino, not a, not a, a market spread. So Robinhood had no choice but to do what they did, even though I think it will completely ruin their company. So that's the question. In the, in the end. So that's the question. Like, like, did they behave in a way that was against their mandate and take away from and, and not honor what they promised to their users? That's where I'll leave it. <laughs> the rest is up to the, the lawyers. Yeah. Well, someone's got to go to jail for that. That'll be the question. Right? Well, so... You can't tell people I, what I, they can and cannot... Like, I, I get your whole point yeah. of, oh, we think you're good. You think blah, blah, blah. We want, we want to invest in you because we believe in your growth. No. I don't care if you don't believe in their growth. If you want to give someone millions of dollars knowing... Right. I mean, it happens all the time. Right. Oh, I have a good idea for a restaurant. Okay, well, that money's gone. Didn't, I'm going to invest out. in you. It's gone, but you're my friend, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. If you want to do it, <laughs> this is how we, this is how we announce your new restaurant, Sean. Scott Cereal Shack. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the, the point here is, and again, this this is largely what I've learned from just listening to Chamath because he's so bright on this. Is you know, there are going to be class action lawsuits. Someone's going to have to prove that they were unable to execute a trade as they were promised they would be able to. And Robinhood works very well in a pretty stable, low volatility market. But in a high volatility market, it doesn't work. So after 2008 and the financial crisis, we saw that like stress testing of banks became a real thing. What was your you know, value at risk? You had to prepare for two and three sigma events, like way outside of the norms. Robinhood should have seen like, hey, where are we vulnerable? I mean, this, this is a company talking about going public. Like, mm -hmm. what if all their valuation was your and my money for like retirement? And then they did this and they get bankrupt. Like that's that's big yeah so it's it's all about figuring out you know like what did they know what were the machinations at work between citadel between the hedge funds between robin hood it'll play out over a couple of weeks but the sec i think needs to investigate maybe even the fbi jojo 
That was what? a rant. Thanks, guys. You let me go on a rant Dude, on that, that one. that was dope. That's going to be a, a segment right there. That was a rant. You know, I'm going to advertise that to people interested in uh, Wall Street and <laughs> stocks and shit. And again, I have a lot to learn. I probably got like half of that wrong, but that's... <laughs> doesn't matter. That's my understanding doesn't matter. about it. You, 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 you say it with, with like, confidence. confidence. Yeah, yeah, people will if believe it. If you talk it. with confidence, people believe everything. That's what I've learned from 48 Laws of Power. Read the book. Great book. Let's see Read here. Read the book. What else do we have on our show no, notes we before we to, get totally lost? Well, no, I I wanted to get to talk about betting against, you know, certain things. Super Bowl, dude. Let's do the – I mean, I know we're going to do a show next week, right? Or no? Oh, no, 100%. Okay. 100%. So we'll get into major Super Bowl next week. But I do want to get like an initial uh, thought of, first of all, Joe, who do you think will win this? She's from Tampa. She's flying back the day of the Super Bowl. Heading straight to the sports bar to watch. You you got Tampa? What? Do you have... <laughs> you have the There's this game <laughs> called the Super Bowl. I know. Do you have uh, Tampa winning? Or do you have... Do you have Tampa. You have Tampa. Okay. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. And is that because of your attraction for Tom Brady or no, is it based off of... I already told Adam that I don't think Tom Brady is attractive. I don't either. Thank you. What? <laughs> Thank you. God, get it. Okay. I don't think Sunday so. Bunch, <laughs> the gay so. edition. I'm with you. Thank you. Okay, Tom Brady's obviously attractive. No, it, he has like this weird head shape. What do you mean? So Tom Brady comes up to you in a bar. He's like, hey, I'm Tom Brady. He would say Obviously. That. <laughs> no, no, no. But then you're using Go who for a quick slant. No. But then, like, you're using who he is, like, as a football player, famous, rich, whatever. And the question was looks. Yeah, exactly. Oh. If but I'm, doesn't that add to looks? No. Yes, no, because it does. If I, I've seen trolls dating hot chicks on the street. What are you talking about? It obviously adds the no, looks. No, because let, let's say I'm at a bar. Me. I see someone. I don't know if that person is rich, mm-hmm. poor, what they do. I Look get at attracted this guy. You to think this. he's homeless and I, he's worth $40 million. <laughs> right? <laughs> I own the most profitable so stock about, ever. It's not about what he has. I thought or, Litecoin was a big deal. No, GameStop. It's not about what he has or what you know um who he is it's yeah. about how he looks and how he acts right so bring up a tom brady photo a good one go uggs tom brady <laughs> tell you about an uggs tom brady all right i can't, I'll look ble- I can't believe i'm defending a man's Wait, looks keep, keep going, Joe. yeah i just don't think he's attractive i think he has a weird hat shape but you know oh. maybe he has a great personality who knows look at this photo uh photoshop uh, Photoshop. This is a great photo of him. Photoshop. So for those of you who are listening, we're listening. We're looking at the Uggs for Men <laughs> Tom yeah. Brady edition, which is kind of funny because, like, the entire photo is, like, him in probably clothing that is not Uggs. It's a jacket, a T-shirt, pants. There's some boots at the bottom yeah, you can't like, really whatever. even see. Yeah. Okay, so you don't you – know, what, what, what is it about his head? He has this weird head shape. Don't like his smile. And he's, his smile? Yeah, and his ears are weird. Interesting, because, you know, him being with Giselle, would think I would think, like, no, don't that. go to that one. <laughs> See? Don't go there to that go. one. It's We're weird... looking at him when he was first drafted 25 years ago. It's a weird head shape. There you go to that one. That's him normally. This that's, one? No, this one. <laughs> okay, so you don't like him? No. 
I gotta say, I'm pretty attractive. Well, if JoJo's not gonna admit it, I will. <laughs> so to be clear, you find picked, this guy attractive. So did you He's freaking me out? So you picked the uglier of the quarterbacks to win. Yeah. But well, it's well, wait. Not, do it's, you like Patrick Mahomes? Bring up Patrick Mahomes. I'll get it, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I gotta see it because I don't know by name. Yeah. Well, he's light. He's a light skinned black man. <clears throat> he's white, dude. <laughs> he's a white guy. <laughs> he's just there. Dude. That guy. You find him or Tom Brady more attractive, and you have to make a choice. Okay, between him and Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady. Oh, sorry, Patrick. That had to hurt. Well, he also talks, if you ever heard him talk, he talks like Kermit the Frog. He does sound like Kermit the Frog. By the way, is it like really, it's it's concerning to me that I'm starting to hate him. Patrick? (laughs) Yeah, which is is weird because like, yeah, he's nice. He's amazing. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, it's something, you know, it's like when LeBron was turning turning into what he became, right? But I think he's better. I, I don't. I definitely don't hate him like I do LeBron. But give me ten what years. What about this guy? Give Joe? me ten years. Yeah. Would you kiss him? What about Tyreek Hill? No. His neck's wider than his head. Jesus, his neck is large. Anyway, oh so who you got in the Super Bowl? Sean Conn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just watched the Chiefs. I think it's Chiefs all the way. By the way, I hope I'm jinxing because my picks this entire season have been horrendous. So this is what I was going to say. I hope I'm jinxing myself. The last podcast. Yeah. Not you. Adam. Yeah. Idiot. Adam picked Conor McGregor. (laughs) In the second round. I had a second round knockout, though. Bills. Bills. (laughs) Pick the Bills. Packers. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'm the opposite of the Doggy Juice podcast. Watch me choose the opposite. Yeah. It's 100% right. Watch Doggy Juice. So um, I'll put my money down right now. If anybody wants to take this, uh, I'm putting down for oops, I'm putting down for Tom Brady. I think experience wins. Really? That's, dude, because if that Mike, happens. Mike and Maggie are going to kill me, but I, th- I think Tom Brady takes it. If that happens. Oh, I'd like one more before we end this out. I'll take care of it. I'll okay. Of it. <sighs> okay. Well, I did want to talk to you about this, but. You'll rant. I'll be right back. I'll rant. Okay. Because if that happens, Joe, to give you a little background here, Tom Brady is on the verge right now of becoming, uh, becoming the greatest quarterback of all time. It's a pretty big title, right? Yeah. But. The problem is if he's paying if he's playing Patrick Mahomes, right? And Patrick beats him and then goes on to win, you know, 6 or 7, then Patrick Mahomes becomes This is a huge game. Huge game. It's really big. For legacy. If Patrick Mahomes beats him and goes on to win 6 or 7, right? Yeah. Yeah. He is the greatest so of all time. So that's that, that's the question here. Now, if Tom Brady beats Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and wins his seventh Super Bowl. In his first year at a new team. There's no way, no matter what Patrick Mahomes does for his entire rest of his career, you've always lost to Brady. Exactly. Who was 43 at the time. Exactly. And Brady becomes the GOAT. With a new team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he becomes the GOAT, dude. I, I don't know who is really debating that he is not right now. I think there are arguments to be made about like well, very close. If Patrick seconds. wins, it gives him a chance. 
but then Patrick would have to go on and do yeah. amazing things. Yeah. So, so this will this will be known in five to ten more years. But if Brady wins now, there would have to be some absolutely insane streak that Patrick would have to go on that I don't even foresee being possible to take that crown from him. It doesn't seem possible. If you're Patrick Mahomes right now, are you thinking about this? Because I definitely would be. But I'm also an insane I don't know. person. I, I don't know that he's that kind of guy. I don't know him well enough, but like... What, oh, really? I mean, like, <laughs> what, we text like once a week, but like, you know, beyond that, like, we're not hanging. These guys he's got work to do. <laughs> so this guy is such a flake. So Patrick. But you, you don't think he's thinking about that, dude? I would be thinking of... That's why I would lose, though. I would overthink <laughs> it. I would be like... I have to win this game. That's the question, yeah. How loose is he? I don't know. And he might not even care about greatest of all time status, whereas Brady definitely does. I, I'm a firm believer that the the older we get or the more experienced we get, the more concerned we get about our legacy. I think he, if, if I had to guess, I think a younger player like him is probably still thinking like, I'm getting my feet wet. Yeah, whatever. I'm still getting better at the league. Like, I'll be the product I'm going to be in a couple years. I think Brady, by, like, his first Super Bowl, was thinking to himself, just knowing Brady's personality, as I sort of do from, like, interviews and stuff like we've all watched on him, Joe especially, um, (laughs) that he was concerned about legacy much earlier. He was because in his first – after his first Super Bowl in an interview, Mm -hmm. they said, uh, are you concerned about, um, you know, this being your only Super Bowl? Joe, what's yeah. happening? Uh, to go to the restroom. Go for it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was just about to break down Tom Brady. Oh, wait a second. Um, Sean? You're going the right direction. Yeah, just look straight in front of yourself. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to meet a guy named Tom at the end of the hall. He'll You'll direct to, you the rest of the you way. You'll have to pay him a turnpike fee. All right, forget it. Forget her. <laughs> uh, yeah, GameStop bra said that. <laughs> Um, but I don't think I don't, no Tom Brady. Oh, okay, after okay, after, okay. Tom Brady after his first Super Bowl was being interviewed, and they said, "Are you worried about this being your only one?" Right? Um, because a lot of quarterbacks win one and then it's over. That's right? it. Because it's very hard in the NFL to make the Super Bowl. That's it. And he said, "No, I'm never concerned about that." And they said, "Why?" Oh, nice burp. Um, and he said, "Because." I learned this at Michigan. I met a guy who won like multiple Big Ten championships, blah, blah, blah. And I asked him, hey, man, what's your favorite ring of the Big Ten championships? Oh, I love this. And the guy said, the next one. Love that. (laughs) So good. So Brady already had that in his mind as soon as he won his first Super Bowl. So he obviously was thinking about legacy or – is it so much that he was not thinking about legacy that he was just like, I'm on a mission for the next one and I don't care. And then once he got that, he said, I don't care about that one. I'm on the mission for the next one. Right. He's not just, thinking ahead. Just keeps He's resetting. Thinking, I must win this year. Cause you're right. Like is, is the mindset like, this is my last, I might get a terrible injury and this might be my last season. So like, this is the one to make it count. Yeah. And then if you can, if you can throw the circuit breaker and reset every season, Every season is your only shot. And let's remember, and Tom Brady did get injured. ACL, right? Yeah, and it was out first game of the year versus, ironically enough, the Kansas City Chiefs tore his ACL. Really? Yeah. Was he really? And he was out that year, and they went 11-5 and five with Matt Castle. So would he have won that year, too? Wow. 
Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Then Matt Castle, ironically enough, went to the Chiefs and sucked. <laughs> and therefore, they were able to draft. And guess who was coaching the Chiefs at the time? Matt Nagy. Todd Haley. <laughs> Am I blowing your mind? Yes. <laughs> Keep connecting it. Keep connecting it. And Todd Haley lost his job at the Chiefs because of Matt Castle. Tom Brady is responsible for me not getting tickets this year. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that crazy? The, the he might have won that. The year. ripple effect. He might be going for eight right now. Wow. Now, the, I guess the argument could be made: if Tom Brady loses, then Patrick would have to win seven or six to solidify him as the greatest. It'd have to be time. massive. It'd have to be massive. Like he couldn't win five. And then be better than Brady because he beat him in a Super Bowl. I wonder. One of the questions I always have is, you know, like when you have when you have players like Tom Brady, when you have players like Neymar, when you have players like like Messi, when you have players like LeBron, mm-hmm. they're polarizing in a lot of ways. Yeah, mostly because LeBron never ever wins championships. I mean, he's like three for nine, and yet he's the best of all time. <laughs> just like just Neymar. getting the, just, just like getting Neymar. there is just the like best Neymar. part. It's like Neymar. So so is it that like. Do you judge these legacies off of the teams they play with or just the individual? And what does it say about somebody when they move from a team and then recreate the dominance in the dynasty, dynasty to be determined, that they have? So, like, if Neymar leaves a team, if Messi leaves, you know, Barca, if LeBron leaves somewhere and that they become an instant contender, if not, like, the well, winner. That's what – I think that's the new blueprint because LeBron I think it did is it. too. And it's like, oh, he went there and they won immediately, right? So he, although he always goes to somewhere that has a super team. So fuck you, piece (laughs) of shit. But he goes there, right? And then that solidified him as the GOAT because he went somewhere else. I always respect someone who's like, no, I'm going to do it here. This city, this town, I'm doing it. And the problem with LeBron is that he didn't do that the first time, whereas Tom Brady won the all the time. time in New England yeah. and then went, right? Um, That's a good point. It's what you do at your first spot. It's what you do at your first spot. Like, you don't leave town with unfinished business. I don't care that he went back. You left town with unfinished business. That's always on your record. Mm. Tom Brady didn't do it. Um, who, who's another person that's that's gone to another team and won? A Super Bowl or just anything? Anything. Uh. Oh, okay. By the way, yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan stayed in Chicago. He didn't leave Chicago, even though they right. were doing cocaine right. on the fucking you know hotel bathroom right. floor. He stayed there and he made it right. Right. LeBron Beautiful. left. Beautiful. And guess when he came back? Oh God, this is <laughs> this is going to get into a LeBron. No, episode. no, we save it because we're going to have a full LeBron episode one day. The, the viewers are waiting. The viewers are waiting. But I do want to make this point. LeBron came back to Cleveland. After he found out Chris Bosh had blood clots, after he knew Dwayne Wade was on the decline, and after he knew Kyrie Irving was one of the best player, the best young players in the league, and he would get Kevin Love is when he went to, back to Cleveland, okay? So let's stop acting <laughs> like this PR move of, I'm coming home, I'm coming <laughs> home. That whole bullshit? No, dude, you knew Chris Bosh had blood clots. You knew Dwayne Wade was on the decline. 
It's all about you <laughs> at the end of the day and stop acting like it's not. This is my problem, okay? I don't care that he did it because I would have done the same thing. The only difference is I would say, yes, I'm doing this because there's better players on this team and I want to win. Winning's the most important thing to me. I wouldn't say, well, you know, I want to go help out the community. And uh, I, I, you know, I, this is a very difficult decision. I probably, I didn't even make this decision until this morning. Lies. You are a liar. <laughs> Anyways, we'll do a uh, full LeBron episode later. <laughs> but don't act like you didn't know Chris Bosh had blood clots. The text messages are out there, bud. <laughs> Just because the media doesn't want to, doesn't want to promote it. And then he does the exact same. This is going to get you got to stop. We're you got to stop. You got to stop. You got to read stop. any of these books on how you get powerful. It's you build up enough reputation around yourself so that no one can say anything. So all the schools for kids and all the charities <laughs> is all to protect him from his Walter White ways. Save it for the full pod. <laughs> I'm not, I'm done. I'm done on that. So one. To, uh, along along these lines, what is like Neymar? Huge star in yeah. Brazil. What, is he closer to LeBron or Tom no. Brady? What's his What's his He's, like reputation? Yeah, it's and is it just you or is this how all Brazil feels? I cannot talk. For <laughs> I all want Brazil. you to talk for an entire country. GameStop bro speaks for I all of America. I cannot talk for all Brazil. <laughs> okay, but, so just you personally. But how about your friends? Like your your yeah circle. yeah okay. like for. For everything that I've seen and I read and I know is, okay, Neymar is a great player. And somehow he got, you know, people say that he's like the greatest player in the world. But is he really? Mm-hmm. Because, okay. Shots fired, Neymar. He never really won a World Cup. And let's say his first World Cup... I, I think that was his first World Cup, you know, when Brazil lost uh, for Germany. Mm -hmm. Seven to one. Seven to one. Um, here's the thing, though, that that Brazil and does they know Brazil believes that the World Cup in I think was 2014. Uh, the World Cup was uh, bought because or because Neymar. Apparently, he knew. That's what the rumors are. Neymar knew the World Cup was bought and Germany was going to win. What? So, right before Germany did the seven goals, he fell on the floor and said, oh, I broke my foot. Oh, conspiracy. So, so was it that he was getting a payoff? Um, no. Or Basically, was that, that, was, that, was, that was his first World Cup. He didn't get wanted to get hurt. Buy it because he was like, you know, oh. just like getting famous. So he thought the fix is in. Yeah. I'm not going to participate in that. Yes. So he was like, oh, okay. I broke my foot. So people will not blame on me. That oh. I didn't, I didn't, you know, yeah. protect it or I, I didn't do more I was goals. Injured. I was injured. So, so I was out of the game. So he knew he was going to lose. Is yes. He, is your, yes. Is, is so your he, he, he knew that Brazil was going to lose against Germany. So right before they started doing all the, the, the goals, um, he, he went out of the game. Oh, that interesting. That would be such a bitch move if that was the case. How, how, how 
so it's closer to LeBron. Yeah. So so how perceived it like match fixing? Is this like a pretty big problem in soccer? Well, it. You're an expert. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I really am not. But it's it's not a big problem. It's just it started with Neymar, really, um, in um, the World Cup because that year. Let's say that that year, the World Cup was in Brazil. Was a I think, was the first World Cup in a long time in Brazil. And uh, you know, Brazil is very corrupt, and all the government. So that's why they think Brazil. You know, uh, kind of Germany paid Brazil to lose. lose. So that's why they think that's a well, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, conspiracy. Theory. So um, that's why the whole thing, the whole rumor is, okay, and even before the World Cup started, we already had that rumor. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. We know that Brazil is going to lose because somebody, some country paid Brazil oh, to lose. Because the reputation of like bribery and yes. corruption is so bad. Yes. And we were like in depth so bad because we wanted the World Cup to be in Brazil when we wanted tourists to come so we would, you know, make money. But we spent a lot more money. Uh, building right. everything else for the tourists and for the World Cup. So we were in debt and like we, we needed more money. So that's why all Brazilians, um, almost all Brazilians, uh, think or, you know, at least have the rumor that we already knew that Brazil was going to lose. Checks out. <laughs> checks out in my limited research. Been on Reddit. Checks out. That's that. That's it's just wild because we've talked this before, like briefly on the podcast with with our, our buddy Dirty Mike. Um, the World Cup is so fun to watch. It really for me. Is, yes. I think it's so fun. I can only imagine being at one. We've had friends visit and go to them, and the the, the concept that it would be bought out and that that's just all so phony. I I can see it. It would drive me nuts. Is it paying the refs? Is it paying members of the opposing team to go down? Like who's who's getting well, bought she's out? She's saying here? that they bought out Neymar. Well, not Neymar. No, not Neymar. So uh, we have. Uh, I sorry, I don't know if the pronunciation is right, but FIFA. Is that how you oh, call it? FIFA. FIFA. Yes, FIFA. So we have FIFA, right? That takes care of all the World Cup, yeah. right? And we have our government. So we think something went on with FIFA mm -hmm. and Brazil that they, you know, somehow they were like, okay, here's, here's the money and we want you to lose. So we, we can have the World Cup in your country because we needed the money, right? Uh, okay. So you were vulnerable. Yeah, we needed the money. We wanted that to happen. People were expecting that to happen. So we're like, okay, that's fine. You give me the money, we'll lose, and we'll have the World Cup here. We're going to make a bunch of money, which didn't happen because we're in that <laughs> after everything happened. But still, we needed the money. So, yeah, begs the question. Did we really lose? Because, like, if you really watch the game, the 2014 game against Brazil and Germany, it was like... It was horrible. Go off, queen. No, it, it was really <laughs> horrible. It, it looked like you were watching a 13 years old play uh, soccer. Like, it was one goal after the other. It was just like the, the ball went in and came out, and then some other player from Germany went and did a goal. It looked like the Monstars, like, stole their powers. It was just, it was just exactly. like... Exactly. It was just like... 
And I remember watching it. And I was like, no, that didn't happen. I was like, no, no, that is is the game even happening? Like, yeah. what what's happening? Where were you? I was uh, in my living room and with my mom, and I cried like a baby when I said that Brazil lost. <sighs> well, they lost pretty much early on. After it's like four one, it's like game over. That was a great debrief. Yeah, once it was four. I mean, at that it was like, how bad's it gonna get? Yeah, you know, and and I mean, I think that there was some kind of discussion afterwards about like. Hey Germany, could you like just stop scoring goals? <laughs> exactly. Like just play defense, you know? Yeah. But they were like, let's get five, let's yeah. get six. It was no. like, who hasn't scored? Let's get it out there. We must go more. <laughs> we must. We need the more. fear. Will be furious. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, would you be? You're open to the fact that that's probably not true, though, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What in Brazil just got bested? Well, it just seems like come on, it's just game stop, bro. It just seems if you're gonna lose, right? You would lose by less than seven. And make it it's a close like not one. so obvious. Like you clearly got bought, like bought out. I don't know. Maybe or maybe it, or maybe it's like reverse reverse. Your ver- the Nothing reverse. against German Germany or Germans, but I got a few mm, things against <laughs> Germany, but. You know, oh, maybe by the way, just, like, Joe thought you were Jewish. I really thought that you were Jewish. Yeah. Oh, I can guess why. We're not going to talk about it. Why? Why? Oh, never mind. What? <laughs> no, why? We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Moving on. No, because you're watching, we were watching. We were watching. For some reason, I, I was. You were I was telling her. Nothing I was, wrong with I, that. I like made a reference Nothing to Borat. Wrong. And how he had that song, throw the Jew down the well. And he got the entire bar to like sing this like completely racist song. Oh my song. God. Yes. <laughs> what? Had to hear that. Yeah. And she was like, oh. Well, um, how does Sean feel about yeah. this? <laughs> I well, was not like, well, good. I don't, I, don't, I was like, I don't care. I don't know. Not Jewish, but still don't feel good about the song. <laughs> she was right? like, I thought Sean was a Jew. <laughs> you said, I mean, like. But why? Why did you think he was a, I don't it was know, a Jew? For some reason, in my ha- in my mind, you were a Jew- you were Jewish. Matt, yeah, isn't it? It sounds like a bad thing when I say Jew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it sounds better when you're just like, oh, she thought you were Jewish, Jewish. <laughs> but it's not bad to say I'm Jew. Not, I'm not sure why she that thought is. you were a Jew. I'm not sure that <laughs> I, I, I'm neither Jew nor Jewish. Uh, I went to, I was raised Roman Catholic, baptized early. Confirmation. <laughs> Why is it that that sounds like it's not bad? Always Sunny covers this. Yeah. There's a great Always Sunny episode. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. You had a hard J. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I, I'm not. I have a lot of good friends that are. Great people. But yeah. no. Okay. okay. But why did you think that? I don't know. Some, I guess I thought. You just put it together. Yeah. No, I didn't. Was it Connolly? That, sound, that sounds Irish. <laughs> no, I, maybe, you know what? Maybe I have a friend that looks like you that he's a Jew. It's possible. Then... <laughs> <laughs> what <do> you say? <laughs> I love saying it. Like... <laughs> I mean, like, Adam and I thought you were, like, you know, Mormon for a while. Yeah. Really? No. No. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I talked to him. He didn't think that. <laughs> Definitely did it. Uh, no, but okay. So I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> seemed like the appropriate time. Yeah, Germany. She's got no Jewish? problems with them. <laughs> Are you Jewish? No. No. Uh, what else we got here, dude? We're at hour 23 here. This is a good, this is a good pod. We got some more. Bring it up. When do you have to go? Just tell us to leave. I got time. Okay. I think we're going to talk about when Joe thinks that eventually plastic surgery becomes a problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so, so, here, so here's the note. Here's the know. note. I'll read okay. the note. 
Research suggests that increased exposure to idealized images of other women, couples, and lives in general is linked to decreased happiness with one's own life. Is Joe worried about her long-term happiness and when will Instagram lead to her own dark spiral? Joe, you have the floor. Okay, so let's talk about Instagram because I think that's that's I, I think that brought a lot of uh, mental issues to a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially I, I'm saying even for me, like when I started, uh, you see all these girls with mm-hmm. the perfect bodies, with the perfect perfect life, you know, and you're like, why don't I have that? Right. But the thing that most people don't realize is Instagram is a second of your day. It's like if I do like a story, let's say that will sum up to be like one hour of my day. And then and then people assume that you have the most perfect life. Like I've received DMs saying like your life is so perfect. Oh, um, you know, you're so pretty you're everything like everything just looks so perfect. But it's not really. It's just because I choose to show you the only good part of my day, because if I show all the bad parts, nobody really would watch it. Like, this boring. is depressing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, and then we, we all have our ups and downs throughout exactly. the day, but you, everybody snapshots their preference. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, I'll, I prefer to show only happiness because people like that, but it doesn't mean that I have a full, like a ha- constant, happy life. It's just, it, it, it's not human. So you know that when you're looking at other people's uh, Well, Instagram. now I do, but, yeah. like, most people don't. Well, that, that's what's weird is, like, I mean, the, the younger that I think our population gets exposure to these applications and they start seeing this, it's like, I'm 12. Why aren't I on a yacht in the Bahamas? You know, it's like – or, or, that, or that, that's what so I Talk think, to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, you'll get on right. that. Right. Or, or, or that's what happiness will look like to me in the future rather than look at, like – their community, the people around them, and identify their own sources of happiness. Or like a lot of people, a lot of girls look at bodies, right? So, okay, so like this girl, she's 30, she's 20, whatever, and she has the perfect body. Why don't I have that body? Well, that girl doesn't have that body. That girl just know how to pose. That girl just Mm. use Photoshop. So like a lot of things in it, like you cannot believe everything you see. And that's what people need to remember that a picture it's not it's not there it's it's not raw or even if it is people like know how to post to have like the these awesome bodies and that's not really true like we're humans we we don't have like everything's perfect you know um so a lot of girls have like have insecurities because okay i follow i do i follow like more than like let's say a hundred influencers and if you look at their their profile, their feed, all their pictures is like, oh, they have like this beautiful body and they seem like they work out and they have like a healthy diet. But do they really? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This happened to me the other day, actually. I was I was uh, scrolling through. I was on Sunday Punch Instagram and I, was, I just saw this dude and I was like, man, like this dude's like super yoked and blah, blah, blah. And he looks like, you know, a movie star and everything oh, else. Here we go. <laughs> And then I, I like I like zoomed in and, and it was my my Instagram. <laughs> you yeah. Adams. 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 Yeah. yeah, it was Adams Instagram. You're like, God, the guy we got this yeah. following. I was like, why does Chris Hemsworth keep posting? 
himself. How much surgery, how much plastic surgery does Chris Hemsworth have? None. How much plastic surgery does your average, you use the word micro-influencer, Joe, to describe yourself. And what you're, you, you're, you're macro-influencer. Who like Are these people getting touch-ups or is it all just post-photo editing? I mean, honestly, if... And I'm not judging whether that's right or wrong, but no, I'm just no. curious, like, how much are we changing uh, about okay. these people? Okay, so... Honestly, plastic surgery, at least in Brazil, it's very common. Yeah, I've heard that. It's really, really common. Like uh, girls to have, you know, a boob job or whatever. Like it's butt very stuff? like butt lifts or injections. Yeah, I guess all that. And I, I've heard. I've just been. Yeah, no, it's it's really common. But I'm saying um, when stuff goes, you know, like to the face. When it comes to the face, um, I, a lot of people do have it, but I think. Honestly, first of all, I don't think it's healthy. Second of all, I think once you start with like the face specifically, the face specifically, yeah. you look exactly like all the other person, all the other people that did the exact same I thing. Let's say, oh, oh, I want more lips. So like, I want more lips. Eventually, aren't working. I want a vertical slot. No, like is. I want like more volume. Let's say. <laughs> so like, a lot of all these girls end up looking exactly the same mm. and that defeats the purpose like who are you like you're exactly like the other girl so you you're it's not like that you're prettier or anything you just want to fit in a in in a pattern that people thinks it's pretty and it's really nice you just look like everybody else you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i don't think it's healthy i think you should your your face is unique so you just should keep yeah. it the way it is Great. Because you're unique. You don't want to look like everybody else. Sure. What if you got a giant schnoz, though? A what? Schnoz? Like a big nose? Big nose? I mean, plastic surgery is healthy when it cures, it cures your insecurities. Okay? But then so you get if your nose is your, it's something that it really, really bothers you, okay, get a plastic surgery. But then people, like, take it too far. And they're like, okay, so I'm going to... You know, I'm gonna, and I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know what people do with their faces, mm -hmm. but I don't know, they become addicted, and then they're just ugly. After ten years, they're just like, weird. It, it, it seems like it's it's the, the the perfection human body doesn't exist. You said it perfectly earlier. Like we all have a little something that maybe we're like, oh, we're, well, except Adam and Chris Hemsworth. But, mm -hmm. like, most of us have, like, they're like, oh, like that's that. That's just part of who I am. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's probably a I'm not want to judge this, but a difference between like let me tweak this versus let me keep chasing that perfection. Exactly. And and how much am I willing to invest in myself or change about who I was to begin with to achieve that? Yeah. I'm gonna make a change <laughs> for once, once in my life. It's gonna be my nose. I'm gonna make a difference. I'm gonna make it right. <laughs> like Michael? Like Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Did he get was so now did he go too far? <laughs> Joe? Well, maybe a bit too far. Yeah, he went a little too far. <laughs> Love his music, though. Honestly, though, no, but Love like... Love his music. Joe, honestly, would you go with Michael Jackson early on in his career, thriller-wise? No. You wouldn't? No. You didn't find him attractive? That's the thing, though. It's not... Well, for me, um, I can think somebody's attractive, but I don't want to, like, like, be with them. 
Well, you know Michael Jackson now. I meant like if he came up, he's in his red leather no, jumpsuit and he's, he's, not he's my in type. Thriller. I already he's discussed like, this with Adam. <laughs> I already discussed this like with Adam. And the person needs to fit your type, like with personality and, you know, physically. So much more important than just looks. Yeah. And leather. But, but <laughs> in leather. I agree. It's like, first of all, when I met Adam, I th- thought he was attractive, but. His personality, it, it was something that, like, made me, like, like him better. Tell than- him that. I will when I see him on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> I don't see anyone in real life anymore, So, Sean, so when you're on the Reddit, <laughs> when you're on the Reddit threads. In quarantine. So, th- th- the looks open the door. Exactly. But then. Personal, person. yes. No. Yes, exactly. Okay. But what if that Michael breaks. Jackson was had Adam's personality? And you can't plastic surgery personality. No, you can't. You just can't. What if Michael Jackson came up to you? Thriller days. I would say, sorry, I'm not 13 years old. Can we get off the leather thriller? I'm I'm sorry, I'm not 13 years old. (laughs) Right, I'm sorry, I'm too old for you. So wait, wait. You mentioned Instagram earlier, ways to post videos, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. We all have a mutual acquaintance in Alini. Alini, Alini will deliver streams of consciousness, 10-minute videos. <laughs> That's on what Instagram. I said. What is, is like, what, like it's like here's my day, and they just just talk to the Instagram feed. Is this something that just Alini does? No. Is this something I've just it's, missed? Um, no, it's it's Instagram? just it's just it's a why do thing. people follow you? So people follow me. Oh, get your mic. <laughs> people follow me for my fashion advice people follow alini because they're (laughs) like their her style of life her hot takes yeah on the world so like she shows let's say um alini is you know uh she's brazilian and she lives in u.s and she has an american husband people want to know how does that life how, how that life is Mm. So that's why they follow her because they think that in, is interesting. And so that's why, like, she keeps talking about whatever her day or what she's doing. There you go. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. You know, well, so I, we're trying to I don't know what out. she's talking about. Every one of those Brazilian stories, she, like, it's not mean, meaningless. Like, she got her followers because of that. She got her followers because she's interesting. She has a nice personality. People want to be. She, uh, yeah, people want to be her friend. So, you know, um, nowadays, even with COVID, let's say, it's so hard to find new friends. And honestly, if you find uh, an influencer that does a lot of stories, I've, I found myself to, you know, be watching like influencer video, like stories for like so many times, so many hours of my day that I thought in my mind that influencer was my friend. That makes more sense to me now. Okay. You know, so the more personal you are on Instagram, more personal people will be with you. So like they will in their head, you are going to you are their friend because you, you're getting updates from them. This yeah. is what I'm going through. So I'm struggling with this is what I'm, I'm winning at in life. I'm struggling with it life. Exactly. You know, the nice thing about I think Alini's videos is that while again, I don't speak. <laughs> what? <laughs> you look ridiculous. <laughs> like I, I don't understand what she's saying, but when they're in English. It's not like, here's this perfect, like you said, one second of my day. It's like, here's what we're doing. Here's where we're going. Here's what's going on. And it, it feels like she's more of a real person. Yes. I guess. You disagree? No, I like, I like her videos. But um, I think I would, I would become very annoyed with that throughout my day. 
Well, it, so it, this is my personality. It's who though. you're curating yeah. as your as your follower. But that, but you're a guy. That's different. No, no. Um, I just meant like if I was like at lunch and then. And I was just the like, girl I was with was like, oh, but, okay, okay, let's 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 change this, the 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 picture here. Let's say if Tom Brady took a whole day or whatever player football player you like took a whole day to show Instagram or like whatever uh, every minute of his day what he's doing or yeah, how I he trains. I would watch. Would you? Would you watch? What I could? <laughs> <laughs> no. So so I. Tom Brady takes every no. minute of his day. Josh Allen takes every minute of his day. Like, would you still? I I still would be like, I don't get it. So I, I I know people that would. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Yeah, me neither. But that, 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 that's just my bias. But do I know people that would? One hundred percent. Yeah. Would be so it's a, it's the same thing that that happens with like influencers or Alini. It's like Chris and LeBron. Yeah, like we like <laughs> basically we think your life is interesting, so we're gonna watch it. Tune in. Yeah. That checks out. But could you see me getting annoyed, no. like, hey, let's eat this lunch and not have, like, a 19-minute story here? But that's the thing, though. Alini, I'm talking about Alini. She is funny. Yeah. No, she, I know she's that. She's funny. I know so that. people like that. Right. 100%. You know, people like that. I, I would like to watch her stories um, the whole day because, like, she's so funny. And the way that she thinks, uh, she's, like, so natural. So people just like that. They like they want to be friends with somebody like that. She is so approachable. We got to get her on the cast. Sean was there when uh, Tickle met her. Really? Yeah. He backed his butt right up into her. Sure That's actually did. what he did. That was his move. <laughs> Dance backwards into Twenty a feet group away. of girls. Alini was part of the group of girls. Sometimes it's beer pong. Sometimes it's the butt back up. Tickle didn't care which of the girls <laughs> reacted. <laughs> he could have been married to a multitude of, of people. <laughs> Until he fell in love. Yeah, isn't that insane? All right, I'm not getting into that though. That was crazy. That was I crazy. Mean, <laughs> that was go crazy. To, go to Canada. All right. All right, feels good to me. What do you want to wrap with? Um, okay, Alini. If people wanted to follow you and get fashion advice, where could they go? Well, but her name's JoJo. That's not Alini. Sorry. I know it gets it gets JoJo. confusing. It's a lot. It's the Brazilian thing. The Brazilian thing. JoJo. Yeah. If people want to follow you, where can they go? Uh, Joe Leo official. Joe Leo official. J H O Lee E E E E O. No, L E A L official. Oh, Joe Leal. 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 Yeah. L E A L official. Yeah. Official. Yeah. Not okay. a lady official. Yeah. Or yeah. just go to Sunday Punch and look at their recent likes. Show um, notes. Show notes. Show notes. We've covered it. Uh, I, I didn't even look at sports trivia questions. That's not going to happen. Anyways. Take no we're at an hour 40, okay, no people? All right, we're taking it out. Great cast, I think. Right? Loved yeah. it. Wait, b- good. B- b- before we go, though, if I may. Yeesh. Joe, because <laughs> I, I, I know, I know you're going you're to stream from here. Joe, can okay. you describe what's behind us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for our audience. Okay, so um, that's Loto Gisette, which unfortunately, uh, the person that, you know, um, is Lord Josiah because what is Lord? Not. What is that? He's a parrot. Okay, but you have to explain that. Oh, some sorry. Some people won't be so watching. And uh, in Brazil, we have this show which called an is it's called Ana Maria Braga, which is a talk show basically. And she has this little parrot, which you know, um, it's her friend, and 
he's been there since I was born, 1994. It's not basically. a real parrot. It's an animatronic parrot. Yeah, that's true. But, but, but it's voiced by an individual. Yeah, exactly. And the individual recently died, which means that we don't have Lourdes anymore. And Brazil was really, really sad when that happened. It's like November. It's like a big deal. Yeah, it's really big deal. And they're not going to replace the parrot with a new guy to no, because to that operate. was no, because that was you know that was tradition. I see. Like, I want to put this in perspective. Okay, so I was in Brazil and I came out in the morning and they were watching a news program and uh, they just like go over to this other like section of the news program and there's a lady talking to an animatronic parrot and I'm in the living room. It's a talk room. show. It's a talk show. Talk show. Yeah, and I'm in the living room, and no one's reacting to them talking to a puppet, basically. And I'm just like, are we not going to, like, comment that there's a robot that's being talked to? It's a to cultural right difference. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no, that's that's the, that's the whatever you just said. That's the guy. That's Lord the parrot Jose. guy. Thank you. I just want to make sure da, people da, da, had, da, you know, that. Yeah. Da, da, da. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. Anywho. Okay. Great cast. Wonderful cast. One of the best probably ever. Um... We're going to go out on a song, actually a pretty popular song. I'm uh, pretty happy with my haul We got the this permission. Week. Um, out of Towners, they're uh, a group of rappers from California, and they have a song called Blue Cheese, and it's really good. So stick around uh, for the outro song here, and uh, give them a follow um, on, on – um, Spotify, if you just type in blue cheese, they're like literally the top results. Can't miss so, them. Um, yeah. Give this song a, a listen. It's pretty pretty goddamn good. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to thanks, the whole Joe. thing. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Peace be with you. Yeah. Whoa. Tell me what you want to be. Game ain't free. In my best dress, but I need blue cheese. Never say please. Take out what I want in this life. No selling, but I need blue cheese. Tell me what you want to be. Game ain't free. Got it on lock, but I need new keys. Never gonna leave. Take out what I want in this life. No selling, but I need blue cheese. Started local with the flow, but I bring it worldwide. Got the schedule of a mogul and your girl tongue tied. To the raps all back, never cap one lie. Tomato sun dry, blue cheese on the side. They were saying what? Finger to the sky. Probably got a couple million on a thumb drive. Thumbing through flows, cold shit. I can number with those like ice packs. My raps been ready to go, but shit. What am I afraid to say? Afraid a little weak thought get in my brain. Afraid a couple years went down the drain. Light sprains, bad steps, and my eyes were strained. Cause I chasing profit and power, what a predicament. Now I'm seeing my life is really an instrument. From a throne to a first chair, boy, I'm well aware. I can feel it in my bones and my ligaments. My word is infinite, I figured it out. Ain't a figure of speech, I started digging it out. See, I used to let them trigger the doubt. Gunning down every dream, kind of thought amount to more. Look, only one way to find out. Living just to grind out. We don't got tomorrow, so the time's now. No phones when I'm back in the zone So leave a message while I'm setting the tone You better know, hey. But that's what I'm saying So, but that, that's what I'm saying Cause I don't, I don't, I don't Mine, mine's not out like that either But that's what I'm, I'm asking Do you not have what you really want Because you don't have it structured and outlined And know exactly where you're going That's what I'm saying Hey, I'm in California dreaming Up late night, hey night I ain't sleeping back and forth every other weekend this is the life that I wanted and I did it, I ain't done, this is the beginning 
Hey, you can have it too if you want it, gotta get it. Don't let no one ever tell you different. That's the difference. How you gonna make it from blinding your own vision? Know that fake it till you make it, yeah, it's overdue. You ain't got it, you ain't got to tell the truth. Okay, that watch you got it, and you got to fake it, you. Seen it all, done it all, yeah, the shit don't lose. My shit don't get it, I be eating whole foods. Pumpkin fruit trees in my backyard. Smoke a good weed, honey, nigga, stop. Celebrate every day, feel like Mardi Gras, uh. Cause I been stressing. Back and forth with my emotions. Roller coasting. Feeling hopeless, overdosing. Yeah, blazing up the marijuana daily. Shit been looking real scary lately. Life pressure can't let it phase me. Going through change, but I can't let it change me. I'm the oldest of the 90 babies. Grew up with my granny, yeah, she raised me. Never switch sides like Brady. Will I ever die? I don't know, that's a maybe. Damn, niggas that the talk, how listen. We are not the same greatness. I was born different. You ain't showing love, my your business. I'm in love with this life and this life that I'm living, yeah. Tell me what you wanna be. Game ain't free. In my best dress, but I need blue cheese. Never say please. Take out what I want in this life. No salad, but I need blue cheese. Tell me what you wanna be. Game ain't free. Got it unlocked, but I need new keys. Never gonna leave. Take out what I want in this life. No salad, but I need blue cheese.